ahead on set. Rolling. Action. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Encut. And welcome back to another movie review. Whoop, whoop. Really excited to be back at it after a, a long week of doing not much. Hey, <laughs> we had stuff. Yeah, we've done stuff. But, I mean, if you don't follow us just yet on um, our YouTube channel, we have just recently started a YouTube channel. It's called That Film Couple. And you can find us by just looking for the photo, the profile photo that looks just like the profile photo for a podcast. <laughs> We've been posting some week in our lives. Um, it's been pretty fun so far. We'll have some new episodes coming out within the week that I hope you guys um, really enjoy. But oh, yeah, yeah, on with our movie review. So what movie do we have going on today? We have Nope, directed by Jordan Peele today. So this movie, it's uh, a horror... Thriller, sci-fi, terrifying, it's, funny. <laughs> yeah, it's all of that put in yeah. one single movie, and I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I was really nervous going to see it, and for good reason. Like, horror, anything horror, thriller definitely always puts me on edge. So mm-hmm. if you're sensitive to that, and if you're sensitive to graphic imagery... I'll say it now, like maybe, maybe Some rethink graphic. your choices, because there was a, there was times where I kind of like freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shall we start with a little recap of what Nope had to bring? Yeah, well, it's it's kind of hard to explain, and <laughs> I'm sure if you've seen the trailer, you know what I mean by that. Um, but I'll list off some quick facts. So it was written and directed um, by Jordan Peele. The one and only. Um, stars Daniel Kaluuya. Is that how you say his last name? I think so. Not quite uh, sure. Kiki Palmer, which I was so excited when I saw that I Kiki know. Palmer was in this movie. I absolutely love her. And then we have Brandon Perea, um, Stephen Yin, uh, Michael Wincott. Those are like the main characters. Really good names. Um... Yeah, fantastic names. <laughs> uh, but let's go right into a like plot synopsis. Is that what we're aiming for here? Sure. Mind you, this is all off of IMDb. There is a huge plot synopsis, actually. I might not read that one, but I'll read the summary here. Santa Clarita, California. Siblings and animal wranglers Otis and Emerald Haywood. Daniel uh, Kalua and Kiki Palmer. The young proprietors of the Haywood Hollywood Horses horse handling business find themselves struggling to keep their family ranch afloat after the death of their father in a freak accident and unable to make and make ends meet otis strikes a deal with troubled former child actor ricky park the owner of jupiter's claim theme park unaware that a storm is brewing when otis thinks he has a close encounter to this of the second kind sheer terror turns into morbid curiosity and without a second thought he enlists the help of tech savvy electronic salesperson angel torres and prominent cinematographer Photographer Antlers Holst to make history. However, the next time the otherworldly visitor returns, the ambition investigators will witness firsthand its true nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure if anyone has ever seen the trailer, you know right off the bat that this is technically a UFO movie. Uh, you can see a UFO right there at the end of the trailer, uh, and there's some there, there's some weird imagery relating to horses. Yeah, <laughs> um, but there is. There's a much deeper storyline happening that it doesn't seem like everyone got. 
And I say that because when you type in nope on Google, it's uh, 2.8 out of 5 stars for <laughs> Google reviews. Majority of them being either 5 stars or 1 stars. Mm-hmm. It seems like kind of controversial. <laughs> now, I think the deeper meaning of what I've seen, of the deeper meaning being, I don't think they, not even Jordan Peele was completely sold on it necessarily. He was mm. just sold on the idea of this film but not necessarily the deeper meaning within it that people really want to bring out mm-hmm. with every single movie that comes out even for for his films though people always want to find yeah. like, a deeper social comment because when you go into his interviews that he's done about nope mm-hmm. he doesn't really talk about that he just talks about how he just had this film in his mind and he mm-hmm. even uh, with daniel the main actor they also speak about how Jordan Peele came to him and literally just blurred out the entire movie right there and then through the phone. And they don't, they also, they still don't mention the deeper meaning, quote unquote, mm-hmm. that people really want to like put I emphasis on. I definitely don't think he went into the writer's room and was like, I'm going to write a film about the movie industry or viral yeah. industry that we have. <laughs> I really don't think that's his main Which, goal. I mean, just for uh, context, that is supposedly what the deeper meaning is. Is mm-hmm. a whole emphasis on what the movie industry is uh, right now. Where it's like, uh, get that movie shot, the Oprah shot. Um, have people talking about you. Have the fame. Get the fortune from the fame. Um, but also the side effect of it where people get abused and hurt. Um, and... A lot of bad things can mm-hmm. happen in that scenario as well, uh, which he shows magnificently through Gordy. Oh my! You word. were really impressed by Gordy. I was, I was amused, but not necessarily marked. The thing is, the entire movie opens up with you witnessing a chimpanzee murdering a girl. Well, quote-unquote murdering her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which almost looks just like one of those uh, production... Uh, yeah, you. Th- I thought it was like... There was going to be like a production logo coming mm-hmm. up, like Wild Chimpanzee Productions <laughs> or something like that. But no, it's part of the movie. And I think what was so unnerving about that, and what's unnerving about this movie, I think, is a lot of times what ends up happening is that you're from somebody's perspective. Mm-hmm. And... You don't even realize it at the moment because it just looks like the creature that's staring down at you is looking directly at you into your soul. And that's what freaked me out. This movie had such high tension throughout the entire thing. So that's why I'm weirded out by all these like one star reviews that I found where it's like, oh, I fell asleep. It made no sense. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. That's what a bunch of these people are saying. And I'm just like, how did you fall asleep? I literally it's was a great scared movie. to watch this movie. And I did. And I was still like on the edge of my seat. I could not look away. But I also had every urge to look away because I was scared. Now, for that reason, I think it will be proper to go into reviews mm-hmm. and see what we think about those reviews before we give any personal thoughts about the movie. So, first off, um, I want to read off what one person said because I read through their the Google review. reviews. Uh, yeah, this one person in particular. Um, I just... I just, I want you to hear this whole thing. So this review is from Hudson Vega. It was posted a month ago. And mind you, this movie did come out in July. So, um, 
This person says, I understand what he was trying to say about society's obsession with taming wild animals and the priority to to capitalize over self-preservation. I noticed the way the monkey was being exploited for money, how they didn't care about the horse during the commercial, the people gawking at the alien during the fair instead of running, the paparazzi giving his life to find his camera. I get it. Capitalism is bad and will be the death of society. I even admit I might have missed some out of some things, but the sad part is I have no interest in discussing with friends because the movie is garbage. They go on to try to compare Get Out and how Get Out had like a much better plan, basically. But they go on and continue saying, not only is Nope not good, I will <laughs> go as far as to say it's the worst horror I've ever seen in my life. Nah. Who cares if it had a message um, if it was just plain boring? My friend fell asleep and I wanted to leave halfway through bo- from boredom. The characters were so soulless that I did not care what happened to them. I feel like Jordan Peele walked up to a whiteboard, wrote a bunch of bullet points to brainstorm, and that is the movie. This movie is bullet points floating around a whiteboard with no connection, no impact, no soul. This movie had no soul no rhythm, no climax. It wasn't alive. It didn't suck me into this world because it has none. It just dragged on and on. 90% of the scenes added nothing to the storyline. Uh, continuing to criticize it. Uh, the only thing that this made me feel was boredom and disappointment. I feel like this movie should have been a 20-minute short film. Even then, I'm not sure if there's enough content for that. I'm sad to give this a one-star review, but it deserves it. Jordan Peele gave us nothing. I'm sure someone had to try and tell him that this was a bad movie, but obviously he didn't listen. Hopefully next time he will. And apparently, 788 people found this review helpful. Did we watch the same movie? I feel like we didn't. We definitely didn't watch the same movie. I'm I confused. have to disagree with pretty much everything that was said in there. I mean, yeah, it's not the greatest movie of the world. It's not my favorite horror film whatsoever. But I think Jordan Peele is an amazing director, and I think that shine that um, that shows through his uh, work mm-hmm. in this movie. Uh, I haven't actually seen uh, Us, for example, um, but I think I've seen Get Out, mm-hmm. and I've seen Nope now, uh, and I really think that there is a character that he puts in his movies, and there yeah. is a personality that you can see of Jordan Peele, and you can see a Jordan Peele film and be like, yeah, this is Jordan Peele film, for, for, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, so I don't really think there was lack of uh, world. Um, I think there's a whole universe in there. Uh, there are certain factors that I was like, you could have played around with it a little bit more. Hmm. Just like the woman that was uh, like eaten by the monkey, like mm. her face was eaten by the monkey. Uh, on the main on the first scene and mm-hmm. uh, she was brought back later on not really touched upon more uh, than what happened to her with the alien but like details like that i think could have been uh, explored deeper mm-hmm. but even then i think there was a lot that happened and even though it was a bit of a slow burner and you knew kind of what was happening it was still really interesting just to see yeah these characters come together and, and just like the whole thing about them being a part of the film industry already in this really small town mm-hmm. it seems kind of like no, I don't know it doesn't have many mo, mo, it doesn't have too much logic put into it mm-hmm. which is I think what sets it apart because it's not right. something that you're expecting mm-hmm. if you're gonna do something about the film industry you're not expected to be the managers of the horses that go into film movies because yeah. there's cowboy stuff around them mm-hmm I don't know. I really liked it. And there's also a, a whole stereotype about cowboys and aliens being like the complete opposite. And therefore, it makes it really exciting to see mm-hmm. in, a, in a single film. Yeah. I think 
If anything, I was really intrigued from the get-go. Mm. I'm sure a lot of people were. That's probably why so many people went to see it in the first place. And while, yes, I, I can agree at times there was like a slower burn to it, I feel like that's what helped it more than anything, honestly. It... It, the film never did anything where I was like, I know what's going to mm. happen, and I see it coming from a mile away. Yeah. I was never um, bored. I did not fall asleep. I don't know how people fall asleep in movies. I really don't. I really don't get it. I just... Maybe in some... Maybe... And I guess it could depend on what other movies you've seen, if you expected a different movie to begin with when you saw the trailer or what. But for me personally... Um, I thought it was really well done. I absolutely love the execution of it. I love that I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. And that's why I keep thinking about this movie because I genuinely want to know that I missed something. I now want to go to the theme park mm-hmm. at Universal Studios I because <laughs> I want to know there's something there in that park that adds that creepy touch to it. There was so many creepy elements without it just being like, oh, it's a demon. Oh. I mean, it got mm-hmm. an 82 out of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so, so. Cl- it, clearly people like it. It's just, I just think that, I think the whole style of the movie could have been what, what made people turn off from it. Mm-hmm. I actually saw another one-star review that talked about how more often than not, uh, there's little, the screen will cut to black and a name will appear. Um, yeah. I, I learned after a while that it's referring to another animal. Mm-hmm. Um, another horse. Yeah, another horse in particular, but it also did the same thing for Gordy. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed that. Some people didn't. They said that it looked like a student film <laughs> and like a cheap way of cutting to another scene. I really enjoyed it because it felt like another chapter to a story, to a yeah. mystery that I was unraveling. And while, yes, the Gordy thing was horrifying, potentially even more horrifying than the UFO, I can see now after having watched it how much it relates. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really liked the placement of it as well. Um so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, but I guess we can go and, and see some other reviews. Sure. Um, so, this one's from RobertEbert.com. It says, Nope is not as good as Get Out or Us, but it's definitely Peel's creepiest movie. <laughs> He's always been more Rod Serling than Rod Zombie. Rob Zombie. And that's most evident here. There's humor to be had in the minority characters' reactions to horror, but the director really leans into Hitchcock's tenet about suspense versus surprise. The wait for something awful to happen is always worse than when it does. Mm-hmm. Additionally, Peel remains a master of misdirection, offering fleeting, fleeting glimpses of something that's amiss or keeping the most brutal violence just beyond our view. The sound mix on this is aces, and I'll never tire of horror movies that center on black protagonists who are more than just fodder for whatever's killing everybody. <laughs> uh, Peel also gets good performances um, out of the two main actors. Um, I mean, going off of that, I think that character, Kiki, Pem- Kiki, Pop- Kiki Palmer's character, that's like literally Kiki Palmer on the screen. You can't tell me that that's just not her. That's like, literally, that's literally her. <laughs> if you see her on the interviews, that's literally her. Mm-hmm. She's just funny and yeah careless in the in the matter of like she's just 
having mm-hmm. life, you know? So he ends off by saying, truth be told, no breach is a conventional endpoint that would probably be more satisfying to most audiences had the journey been more t- tuned to the usual ways these stories are told. After my IMAX screening, there was a smattering of audience applause, but I heard lots of grumbling. Call me a sadist if you must, but this is my favorite type of audience reaction. <laughs> One particular angry guy behind me on this escalator said, I can't wait for the critics' reviews calling this splendid. Nope, isn't splendid, uh, but it is pretty good. I had a lot of fun trying to figure it out. It's a puzzle with a few pieces missing. Standing back from it, you can still see the picture. But does it give the viewer exactly what they want? See the title. And the title <laughs> uh, is nope. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That was a three and a half stars out of five for that one. I can agree with this one a little bit more. Like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. there is a couple things that could have been touched upon more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever was actually developed was really well done. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. This next one is from wionews.com. I think this website's from India. Hmm. That's this, is, this is New Delhi uh, as the <laughs> location. Um, let me try to find the overall review. Nope can often be ponderous, and there are sections that feel clumsily paced. But with this film, Peel has once again crafted an original film, brimming with fascinating ideas. There are plenty of nods to the classic science fiction horror fair, H.P. Lovecraft, and even biblical myths, but Nope is not all a homage. And it's very much its own thing. The film and the entity at its center spoke something to the scribe's psyche. Those with sufficiently heightened imagination know that the sky is terrifying. Even hundreds of years ago after the beginning of the scientific revolution, we have barely ventured out of our solar system, and we only have guess uh, as to what happens in mm-hmm. the vast emptiness of the universe. And Peel, when he was writing, nope, certainly had that on his mind. Um... There are interesting juxtapositions between stunning vistas and truly repelling imagery. This is not new to Peel, and this is sort of how, this is sort of his style as mm. we have seen in the last two films. But here, the gap between the two extremes is considerably heightened. This is the most visually sound Peel has been, and for that, <laughs> we can thank the Dutch cinematographer Hoyt Van Hoytema, otherwise known for his collaboration with Christopher Nolan on films like Interstellar, Dunkirk, and Tenet. All are fantastic movies. Yep. With Nope, he has created a visual language that is quite distinct and unique. This movie must be watched on the biggest screen you can find. Uh, <laughs> it ends off by saying, Nope is an exhilarating experience that should not be missed by sci-fi or horror fans. Nice. I approve of that review. Now, I agree. <laughs> going a little, I think this one just made me think about the, the alien itself. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, you are thinking it's just a UFO. Because that's like what you're expecting pretty much. Because yeah. it's what you've seen... In all the sci-fi movies and stuff, but it actually goes more into it. It mm-hmm. actually is a just an animal. It's an actual alien itself. It's an animal. Mm-hmm. It's a um, predator trying to eat. Um, it's terrifying. It's Have you ever seen paintings on what a biblically accurate yep, angel looks like? You can't tell me that that was an inspiration for that <laughs> alien. Seriously, guys, look it up. Oh my goodness, there is the one scene in which, spoiler alert, obviously, if you haven't seen it, whatever, there's the one scene in which the alien gets killed. Mm -hmm. The alien starts morphing into this amazingly huge kite. I don't know how to... (laughs) Kite. (laughs) A pop balloon, anything like that actually fits. (laughs) Honestly, but it just looks so Mm -hmm. cool. 
And it's kind of amusing because initially it was a UFO shape, like a circle, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it starts opening up and you can see it and you're like, oh, wait, this morphing into something different. Yeah. And it ends up being like an octopus. I guess you I yeah. guess you could refer to it like an octopus. <laughs> but it's really cool. I really like yeah. it. It's a really well done character mm-hmm. design. Exactly. I think, too... The visual effects are so well done that even though, like, yes, like, this is an out-of-this-world character, mm-hmm. it still fit what what was happening. Like, yeah. it didn't take me out of it, um, and I really, really appreciated that. Because, yeah. obviously, a UFO is, like, <gasps> already, like, wow, eye-catching, <laughs> but then, like, to morph it, to take the chance mm-hmm. to make it into this weird creature that's only going to cause people to have more questions, I approve of that. And I like you the know risk. that you're going to see it in alien movies, so... Might you as know well what change it up. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what you're getting yourself into. Exactly. This last one I have here gives it five stars. Oh. Which I don't think I've ever seen in a magazine really give many <laughs> films five stars. This is from the independent uh, UK magazine. Okay, they're known. Um, I'm trying to find the part. Um... Well, we've been busy the last couple of days. Hey, no, I'll no. keep you entertained. No, don't don't keep them entertained. I'm, I'm almost I'm almost there. Tick tock, tick tock. Oh, there is a reference at the beginning. What? Well, not reference. It's literally mentioned of the first ever uh, film captured, which was a black man riding mm-hmm. a horse. I really like that they did that, and I enjoyed connecting it. that entire yeah. thing. And yeah. then actually, the part in which you see that film being showed, uh, shown. There is like a frame, a blue frame around it that then later on in the film you find out is the the mouth or the stomach of this alien. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember that now. It took me a second to understand <laughs> what you're talking about. Just a little connection there. Yeah. So, okay. So here's here's what, here's what, what I'm gathering from this. So it says, Nope is a film that on top of everything celebrates the skill of great craftspeople. Not only on screen with the Haywoods, but with the breathless beauty of cinematographer Hoyt Van Hoytema's work. The film was shot for IMAX and a soundscape overseen mm-hmm. by Johnny Byrne. That draws equal power from silence as it does chaos. You could certainly make the argument that Nope is the most straightforward of Peel's films so far. He's traded the claustrophobic, labyrinthine quality of Get Out and Us for open skies and pure spectacle. But the genius of his work is that, in the end, none of that really makes any difference. He still gets the same results. Peel really is a magician disguised as a filmmaker. Nope is the slight slight of hand so slick you'll never question how the trick was pulled off. Hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Yeah. I mean, like I mentioned before, it's not the greatest film I've ever seen. But actually, because of Nope, it made me realize, and I literally exited the theater saying, "No, Jordan Peele is one of my favorite top two yep. uh, film directors, obviously behind uh, Guillermo del Toro, but still really good. Because no one can beat Guillermo no for you. No one can. But no. Jordan Peele... Is a second place, even for me. And that's saying something, because my first place director is Tim, Tim Burton, Burton, and they're not like each other at all. Definitely not. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man, I like this movie a lot. I kind of almost want to see it again, because I've seen so much more. Like, you can go and look up, like, analysis YouTube videos on what it means, what, what cinematography means, what this means. I I hope this gets recognition. Mm-hmm. I really do. I'm, I mean, I, clearly, a lot of crit- critics are praising 
the cinematographer here. So I I hope something good comes out of that. Well, is there anything else that you might want to add? That was all the reviews that I wanted to add. But I give it a 5 out of 5. You'll give it a 5 out of 5? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I was going to give it a 4 out of 5. Oh, why, why not a 5 out of 5? I really don't have many reasons why. So I... You just you just feel like you can't. I feel like a four. I feel like a four. I don't know for some reason. I feel like I want more. Hmm. I maybe that's the whole point. Yeah. Maybe that's how you're supposed. Okay, I'll give it a four point five out of five. (laughs) Yeah, and just leave it at that. I'm not gonna give it too much reasoning because I really don't. I just know that I really like this movie. I feel like the reason that I like this movie so much is the fact that we're filmmakers. Yeah. Where I can. I can it's appreciate a bit, every aspect, even if the plot didn't make sense. And it's a bit more experimental, which yeah. in film school you see a lot of, but it's done but right. But the experimental we know in film school is 100% different than experimental yeah. we know in Hollywood. <laughs> and I appreciate that version more than the one that we see at film school. So this I'll one take is this done right day. for sure. But yeah, thank you so much for being with us one more day. You can follow us at NCOT the podcast on Instagram, and you can follow me at Sevas Alip on Instagram. And you can follow me at katejohnson622 on Instagram as well. And once again, you can follow our YouTube channel at That Film Couple uh, on YouTube. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, and that will be it from us for this week. Thank you so much for being here, and we'll see you later. And, and cut. cut.